This is an adult education podcast of Lanier Technical College. If you are a lawful resident of the state of Georgia and are interested in more free lessons to improve your English or prepare for your high school equivalency diploma, such as the GED or HiSET, please visit our website, www.laniertech.edu. Click on Adult Education and follow the instructions. And now for our lesson. I'm Shannon Cole, Dean of Adult Education at Lanier Technical College. Today I want to talk to you about adjectives. In this lesson, you'll learn what adjectives are, the different types of adjectives, the superlative and comparative forms of adjectives. You'll be able to identify the adjectives and use adjectives to make your writing and speaking more interesting and detailed. So let's begin. Now, you may not really be a grammar fan. Maybe it takes you back to uh, moments in your high school English class where you panicked before you had to uh, diagram the sentences. But today I want to talk to you a little bit about what adjectives are and show you some examples of those. So let's get started. Basically, an adjective is going to describe a noun or a pronoun. So what's a noun or a pronoun, you say? Well, it's going to describe a person, place, thing, or idea, or a pronoun, uh, which takes the place of a noun, such as instead of saying the name of a person, um, like Charlie, you might say he or him. So it describes either nouns or pronouns, and they usually answer the question, what kind, which one, or how many. You can usually find an adjective before a noun or a pronoun. For example, yellow flower. In this case, the word yellow is the adjective, and it comes before the noun flower. This is where you're going to find a lot of your adjectives. And you can have more than one adjective in front. You could have two, three, four, five, as many as you want. You can also find an adjective that follows a pronoun or a noun, and then a linking verb, such as am, is, are, was, were. These are some examples. There are other examples of linking verbs that we will discuss in a future lesson. So an example sentence of this, she is smart. So she is a pronoun, is is a linking verb, and then smart is the adjective. She is smart. So smart describes she. And in a few situations, you might sometimes find an adjective after a noun or a pronoun. In the situation, something delicious. Okay, well, delicious describes something. So if you're looking for something delicious, well, <laughs> delicious is your adjective that describes the word something. As I said before, you can use more than one adjective in a sentence. And if you have a list of adjectives, then you need to separate them with a comma. And don't forget, if you have a couple of adjectives, then you would use and. 
So an example of this would be the old and grumpy man. So old man, grumpy man is describing the same person. So we might as well put those together. The old and grumpy man. There are also some special adjectives that you might find. So, for example, articles. Articles are words such as a, an, or the. And also numbers. Believe it or not, if you have a number such as uh, seven, uh, this is going to be an adjective like seven cats. Well, seven describes the cats, describes how many cats there are. So, t technically, uh, any number or the word the or a or and uh, is going to be um, a special type of adjective. We call the a, and, and the, we call those articles. And then any type of number is going to be an adjective as well. There may be some other words that you are surprised would be considered adjectives. Possessive adjectives. Those words that show that things belong to you, such as my, your, his, her, its, our, and their. If you say... My computer is broken. The computer, whose computer? Well, my computer. Okay, so my describes whose computer it is. There are also demonstrative adjectives. This, that, these, and those. Those people are in class. Those describes people. Certain interrogatives, which, what, and whose can be used as adjectives. And finally, there are some indefinite adjectives, such as any, many, some, several, few, and no, which can be used to describe nouns and pronouns. So example, I don't have any money. Well, in that case, any refers to um, the quantity of money. So um, any would be an adjective in that case. Again, an adjective is usually going to answer the question, what kind, which one, or how many. And there's a special category of adjective called superlatives and comparatives. Now, that might sound a little bit scary, but let me just explain that to you. Um, that's basically when you put an ER or EST on a lot of the words that you recognize. And some words you're going to use the uh, more or most, if you had an adjective, such as the word tall, if you were using it as a comparative, then you would change the word tall to taller. If it were a superlative, think of the word super, then you would say tallest. Now, you may think, well, that's easy. I can do that with any word out there. Well, not not quite. Um, there are some exceptions to that. Um, if a word has two or more syllables, it's typically not going to have the ER or EST ending. So, for example, uh, the word intelligent is an adjective, but you don't say um, she is more intelligenter than he. You would say she is more intelligent. Okay, so this is the situation uh, that you have to kind of look at is, uh, you know, are you going to use the ER, EST ending, or are you going to use more or most ending? Don't forget to change the Y to an I um, if that applies. So if you have a two-syllable word such as pretty, 
you must change that Y in pretty to an I first. Uh, so uh, don't forget to do that spelling change. In addition, there are some words that are what we call irregular. They don't follow the rules. Uh, some examples of these words are bad, good, little, and ill. So let's say bad. Okay, you're having a bad day. Okay, but let's say the day yesterday was bad, but today it's even more <laughs> than it was yesterday. What are you going to do? Are you going to say more bad? Are you going to say badder? You can't. Those words don't really exist in English, so you can't say that. So what we do is we change the word bad to worse and worst. The same is true of good. We uh, don't say gooder. We say better or best. For little, although you may have heard someone use the word littler, there's no such word. So you're going to say smaller, smallest. Ill, you can't get iller. So you should probably change over to the word sick and say sicker, sickest. There's also the case of where you might have um, a situation where something's not more of something, something is less of something. So if you're looking for the least expensive item, okay, or this item is less expensive than something. Um, so in those cases, instead of comparing and using the superlative in the positive way, going you know higher and more additional, you're going to go lower. So instead of more, you would say less. Instead of least, you would say most. Now that I've introduced you to the adjectives, let's take a look at some activities. The first thing I'm going to do is read a few sentences to you. And I want you to think about what would be the adjectives in each of these sentences. Don't forget our special adjectives. There are adjectives called articles. A, and, the. There, the numbers, don't forget, numbers can be used as adjectives. Possessive adjectives, my, your, his, her, its, our, their. Demonstratives, such as this, that, these, and those. And some indefinite ones, such as any, many, several, few, no, some. Think about all of these as we go through these sentences. Here's the first sentence for you. So, ready? Number one. The tall tree is moving in the breeze. The tall tree is moving in the breeze. All right, think about that sentence. What are the adjectives in that sentence? The tall tree is moving in the breeze. Did you pick out the word tall? That's great. You might have also picked out the word the, just in front of the word the tall tree and the breeze. Those are articles which are a form of adjective. Hopefully you got all of those. Now let's move on to problem two. 
My green Volkswagen has old, worn-out tires. My green Volkswagen has old, worn-out tires. Interesting. All right, so what are the adjectives in this one? Well, we have quite a few. Did you say green? That's good. That is an adjective. But did you catch old? Did you catch worn out? Both the word old and worn out are adjectives that describe tires. You may have also selected the word my, which is a possessive adjective. Let's go to problem number three. Julia is happy today. Julia is happy today. Did you choose happy? Great. That's, that's exactly right. Now, if you chose today, today is actually not an adjective. Okay? Um, in this case, it's only going to be happy. Happy describes Julia. Today doesn't describe Julia. Let's go to number four. There are many people looking for nothing special in Walmart. Isn't that true? There are many people looking for nothing special in Walmart. This one may be a little difficult. Where is the adjective? There are many people looking for nothing special in Walmart. Did you choose the word special? Remember, an adjective can come after a noun or pronoun, and in this case, special describes nothing. You may have also chosen many, which is an indefinite adjective describing people. But that's it. There's nothing else here that would be considered an adjective. How did you do? Did you get all of them? Did you find most of them? And now let's take a look at another set of sentences. In these sentences, I am going to give you a main word, an adjective, but it's not really in the right form. We want to change this to, the, to either the superlative or the comparative form. So take a listen to these sentences and see if you can change the word to what it should be. Let's start with sentence number one. The book is heavy than that book. The book is heavy than that book. Do you say heavier? That is correct. The book is heavier than that book. Number two. My dog is pretty than yours. My dog is pretty than yours. Did you say prettier? Great. And remember, you would change the Y to an I before adding the ER in this case. My dog is prettier than yours.
Number three, this computer is the new one in the store. This computer is the new one in the store. Did you guess newest? Excellent. We just add EST to the end of new to make the word newest. This computer is the newest one in the store. Number four. The spaghetti soup was the disgusting item at the restaurant. The spaghetti soup was the disgusting item at the restaurant. Did you say most disgusting? You would be correct. The spaghetti soup was the most disgusting item at the restaurant. Number five. I feel good today than I did yesterday. I feel good today than I did yesterday. This one might have been a little tricky for you. The answer is better. I feel better today than I did yesterday. Number six. My phone is little than yours. My phone is little than yours. Did I get you? The answer is smaller, not littler. Did you say smaller? My phone is smaller than yours? If so, then congratulations, you got it right. Think about how you did on this section. Were you able to successfully find the adjectives? If so, congratulations. It looks like you may have mastered the concept of adjectives. If not, you may want to go back to the beginning of this podcast to review or ask your instructor for additional help. But before we end this podcast, I'd like us to do one more activity. In real life, adjectives can make your descriptions more detailed and accurate improving communication skills. Well, let's do a creative thinking activity. Okay, wherever you are, I want you to just imagine for a moment that you were at a beach. Kind of nice, huh? Well, what we're going to do is use our five senses, or are there six senses, to describe uh, the situation. I find that these questions will help you to communicate some, maybe some ideas you have in your head that you're not able to put down on paper or express um, in a speech or to other people because you might know what a beach looks like, but how do you describe it to someone who's never been? So that's the idea. Just because you have a concept of what you want to say, you want to make sure you get all those things um, out on out in the open or out on a sheet of paper so that other people can also uh, have a better idea of what you're trying to communicate. So in real life, you may have experience um, in something at work or maybe in technology or 
um, in some area that maybe your coworkers or a stranger or your family, maybe they don't uh, know the same, uh, the same sort of stuff. They don't have the same level of expertise. So how can you communicate clearly? Well, adjectives can help us do this. So let's go back to that beach scene for a moment. Can, can we do that? Just imagine you're at the beach. And we're going to use our five senses, and we're going to think about what do you see, what do you hear, what do you smell, what do you feel, what do you taste, and, you know, maybe there's a sixth sense. You know, is there something you just sort of sense about a place? So we'll throw that in there as well. Now, you may not always have an answer for each of these questions, uh, but... The more detail you can provide, the better picture we can get in our minds. You're trying to paint a picture um, in our mind, right? So you have an idea, but you want to express this idea to someone else. So let's go back to our beach scene. We imagine we're at a beach. My first question is, what do you see? And you might start off by just being very simple. You might say, I see the ocean. Um, I hear birds. What do you smell? Uh, I smell, you know, uh, the salt air. What do you feel? Uh, I feel sand. Okay. What do you taste? Maybe you can't think anything for taste. Let's skip that one. Do you, how about a sixth sense? Okay, well, maybe that's too deep for us to think about right now, so we'll skip that one too. So go back to what do you see? And obviously, I don't know what you're going to say, but I imagine many of you said you see the ocean. Well, now let's use our adjectives. Think about these questions. What kind? Which one? How many? And also think about some details, such as what's the color? Is there an age? What's the size? Are there physical characteristics? Um, what is it made out of? Uh, what's the purpose? Is there a, a certain pattern to it? Um, how many are there? Um, and maybe even an opinion. Is it good or bad? Okay, there's a lot of different questions you can ask uh, as you go, go through this. So you see the ocean. So maybe we say what color? You might say it's blue. Um, it's, you may talk about how the size of it. It's, it's a big ocean. Um, and then when we look at birds, we'll say, well, what kind of birds? You know, well, we'll say seagulls. Seagulls, all right. Um, what's your opinion about these seagulls? Well, they're, they're very annoying, aren't they? So <laughs> uh, you can come up with some great adjectives that way, thinking about, um, you know, obviously what color are they? Maybe they're white. Maybe they're... Um, there's not just one seagull, there's, you know, a flock of seagulls. Maybe there's like a dozen seagulls, okay? Um, thinking about smell, you smelled the salt air, but, you know, how was the air? Maybe it was a very strong breeze that was blowing. Um, maybe it was a warm breeze. Um, when you felt the sand, was it hot under your feet or was it cooled by the ocean? What was the texture like? You know, we know what sand is, but uh, not all beaches are sandy. Some of them have rocks or shells. Um, maybe it was a grainy feel to it. Um, 
so this is the kind of thing we do as we go through these questions. We begin to answer the questions, and then we want to go back to our answers and see if we can improve those. And then you can go back another time. So think about the ocean. We just described that I saw a big blue ocean. Well, that's okay for a kid's book, but can't we be a little bit more creative? Probably. So what is another way of saying big? Maybe you can say large. Let's keep going. Instead of these two-cent words, maybe we can spend a dollar to get a better word. Or maybe $10 to get a better word, right? So what's another word for large? Enormous. What's another word? Immense. Okay? So... Think about that. Now, instead of saying the big ocean, we're saying the immense ocean. I see an immense expanse of ocean. Um, the more creative you can be with these adjectives, uh, the better picture is painted in the minds of your listener or reader. You talked about hearing the seagulls. There's an annoying flock of seagulls diving around me. So, and you can add on to this, you know, as you start to be creative in your writing, you can add on more details as you uh, create your sentences. There's a warm breeze that's blowing uh, across the ocean. The strong uh, winds, you know, contain a hint of salt in the air. Hmm, maybe that's a little bit too complicated. Can I simplify that a bit? As I was walking down the beach, there was a strong, warm breeze with a hint of salt. Okay, maybe. We can keep working with it. Let's go to sand next. As I walked along the beach, I felt the waves lap against my feet, leaving behind a cool, grainy texture of sand beneath. Okay, maybe. Um... So you can see as we go back each time, we add a little more. We fix it a little bit better by, um, by adding additional adjectives, by choosing our words carefully, by rewriting sentences. And in the end, we can express ourselves in a more complex yet detailed manner. Now, you don't have to do this to the extreme and just have so many adjectives that you ruin your story. Uh, you just want enough to communicate uh, what's, what you see in your mind uh, so that other people can experience the same thing through your words. So always think about uh, what kind, which one, and how many when it comes to adjectives. And uh, you'll come up with quite an interesting list of, uh, of descriptive words. Let's review what we learned in today's lesson. Today we talked about adjectives, that the fact that they describe a noun and a pronoun, and they usually answer the question, what kind, which one, or how many. We discussed the fact that they could come after a noun or pronoun, but typically they're going to come before a noun or pronoun. They also can follow a linking verb that connects a noun or pronoun to the adjective. Some examples of this are yellow flower, she is smart, 
something delicious. Don't forget you can use more than one adjective. And if you have a list of adjectives, you would separate them with a comma. There are special types of adjectives. Articles, such as a, an, or the. Possessive adjectives, my, your, his, her, its, our, their. Demonstrative adjectives, such as this, that, these, and those. Indefinite adjectives, any, many, several, few, no, some. And even numbers can be considered adjectives. Don't forget that there's a special type of form called the superlative and another one called the comparative form. Generally, these are words that are formed by adding ER or EST at the end. If you have two or more syllables, they generally use the word more or most. There's the possibility that you may come across some uh, irregular forms such as bad, good, little, or ill um, that do not use that root in the superlative or comparative form. And the words less or, and least can be substituted for more or most to be show comparison or superlatives in a lesser sense. Instead of additional, you have less. We were able to successfully identify adjectives when they appear in a sentence. We were able to choose the correct form of the superlative or comparative form of an adjective. And in our final activity, we saw where we can use adjectives to make our descriptions more detailed and accurate, enabling better communication. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Please be sure to record your time on your log sheet if you're a current Linear Technical College adult education student. And contact your instructor to determine what additional activities need to be completed for this lesson. Thank you, and we look forward to seeing you at our next lesson. This concludes the lesson. Please make a note of the time, complete your log sheet, and turn your log in to your instructor at the end of the week. Then complete the follow-up activities assigned by your instructor or in your course module. This podcast has been a production of Lanier Technical College Adult Education.